Welcome to the Disciples Dialogue, where believers celebrate their commonalities, share their testimonies, and edify the body of Christ. Each episode contains healthy conversations between Brother Jill and a guest speaker. Thanks for joining the Disciples Dialogue. Welcome back to the Disciples Dialogue. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And I am so excited to bring to you another uh, episode. I think it's number six, episode number six. And I've got a great guest with me here today, all the way out of South Carolina, Brother Randy Hall. Uh, welcome to the episode, Brother Randy Hall. Yeah, thank you for having me, Brother Teal. So we want to dive in. For anyone who doesn't know Brother Randy Hall, uh, me and this guy, we could we could talk for hours on yeah. end, uh, just about anything in the Word of God, but especially... Absolutely. Uh, the topic at hand today, and today uh, we're going to talk about the signs of his coming, the Lord, talking about the Lord coming back, and and I want to look at the Word of God. I want to, you know, I don't want to take my opinion or your opinion for it, but let's look at the Word of God and and have a discussion about what it says, because I believe that, you know, uh, this, this generation today um, has almost made light of the fact that the Lord is coming back for his bride, and we need to be ready. Right. And so uh, I couldn't think of anybody else better to have on the episode than uh, you, Brother Randy Hall. And uh, and so we're just honored for you to be here today, and thank you for coming. Well, it's, it's a blessing. It's truly, when you called and asked me about this, I, I was just floored and humbled and honored. And, and so I, I'm, I'm happy to be here with you, Brother. All right. Well, we won't delay because uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover and um, – and probably a couple of rabbit trails to get down in. And, exactly. <laughs> and so I'd like to open up, though, with uh, a scripture just to kind of give us a baseline to go off of, a starting place. And, of course, anytime I start talking to someone about, uh, you know, the end times and the signs of his coming, uh, anything like that, my mind always goes to Matthew chapter 24. Right. I, I've been a, you know, a, a student of the word. I know that you have, and, and I love... Um, listening to all people's take on the scripture and how they view the scriptures. Of course, the late, great Irvin Baxter and right. End Time Ministries, as well as Brother Raymond Woodward and Anthony Mangan, all of the, all of the greats have um, put time and effort into studying the word to see what it says so that we're ready. And so um, I, I don't want to try to reinvent the wheel here, but I just yeah. want to... Uh, for our listeners, we've got listeners all over the country now and even in Russia. And so um, there's bound to be someone who has questions about the, the coming of the Lord. And so we want to shed some light on that today, talking about the signs of his coming. And so Matthew chapter 24, um, I'll start us out here. Um, Jesus is talking to his disciples and verse number three says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And so just to preface the whole conversation today, I'll say that um, if you look at the Greek uh, here in the New Testament, we, we have a Greek um, base that we should get back to and understand how these words have been translated. And so the word world, when they said the end of the world, they didn't mean uh it doesn't mean what it sounds like. Uh, it actually, that word is translated as age. And so the real question is, what shall be the end uh, or the signs of thy coming and the end of the age? Yeah. Uh, and so 
I'll let you kind of take us from there and, and let's just have a conversation about this. And, and when you think about end times, when you think about the signs of God's coming, what do you think about what comes to your mind? Well, you know, for years growing up before I, I really, I guess, got into reading the word and studying it out myself. And and by no means do I think I know all there is. I, I don't. I, I'm not right. a uh, end time prophecy studier like Brother Irvin Baxter was. Um you know, and, and Brother Woodward, some of the others you mentioned, I, I don't study to that degree. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's important that we all understand what what we're seeing happen. Yes. Right? And, and so, you know, I may not understand or, or a person may not go into deep dive on, on uh, what all of the types and shadows Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Bible, w- what they refer to, you right, know? right? When they, when, when John the Revelator, w- when he described what he saw, well, is that you know I, I've heard is that that's you know uh, military soldiers in helicopters, right, right. You know? So yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I guess you say I, I don't try to decipher mm-hmm. everything. I just try to understand what Jesus was saying. Right. He said, "Here's some signs that you need to look for." Yes. And, you know, and as we know, Matthew 24 goes on to say, nation shall rise against nation. Yes. And it's so important to understand that Greek and understand mm-hmm. that real meaning and, and understand that what we have, uh, whether it's King James Version, New Kings, New, New Living, whatever, it's a translation of the yes. original. Yes. And some things can get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, very, very poorly, I speak Spanish. <laughs> You know, all right. And so when I when I have in times past when I preached between and, and I'd go from English to Spanish, it was a struggle sometimes for me yes. because it, it, it's not my native language. I, I don't know in depth the culture, mm-hmm. and so certain ways we say things in English they don't exactly translate in Spanish. Well, it's the same thing. You know, there was cultural differences in mm-hmm. things, and so the way it translates, it, it's not exactly. Uh, I don't want to say it's not correct. I just want to say it, it doesn't give us the full understanding. Right. So it's important. So you take nations shall rise against nation. You know, for a long time before I started understanding the importance of studying the Greek, yeah, I thought that meant I didn't quite get kingdoms against kingdoms because you got nations against nations. You know, you know, uh, uh, right now we see the the war in Russia against mm-hmm. Ukraine. You know, right. It's nation against nation. Right. Well, as I you know grew and began to study. I really, you know, and, and started more studying the Greek. That's when I learned nation against nation does not mean Russia against Ukraine. Right. Or whatever country you want to put in that, mm-hmm. fill those, uh, you know, insert there. Uh, that's kingdom against kingdom. Mm. And even to that point, it's more, uh, I think, uh, if you get deep into it, it's more royalty or, or I guess, uh, the leadership against leadership. Or I don't know for sure. Uh, but the nation against nation is people. Yeah, it's so, it's racist. Yeah, it's racist. Yes, it's people rising up. That's right. And you know, it, it, and I know, like we, you know, I've talked before. Uh, it's important to when you read those to look at what's happening in life. We've been here for years, mm-hmm. all my life. The Lord's coming soon. You're ready. Yes. The Lord's coming soon. Yes. Well, I'll soon be another year older. <laughs> right. We'll leave it there. <laughs> and the Lord still hasn't came. Mm-hmm. So is He coming or not? Right. Well, if you start looking at the word of God, and and I know there was signs throughout time, and people thought, "Oh, surely the Lord is to come. Mm-hmm. The Lord's about to come. The Lord's mm-hmm. about to come." But I think in our day that we live in today, that what we see happening 
is so much more lining up yes. with the prophecy or the, the, the with the prophecies of the word of God with what Jesus said, the signs we should look for. Nation against nation, or in other words, like you said, races against races, yes. peoples against people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because we see that even in the United States, even in our own country, we're watching people fight against people. Yes. And not just, you know, a couple or a little gangs or, or whatever you want to call it, but it's whole groups. It's building up it's, to a, a fever pitch right now. Very much, very much. Uh, we see it in our political, and, and I, I'm a very believer. You know, when you look at the tabernacle plan uh, that was given to Moses, well, in Hebrews, it, it said the tabernacle plan that was given was already something in heaven, right? Mm. So I, I'm a real believer, and maybe that's not a good example to where I'm going, but I'm a real believer in what we see transpiring in natural. Take our political yes. war that's going on, mm-hmm. if you will. What that is a reflection of what's happening in the spiritual. Wow, you know, and and I I believe it, so, and we see that intensifying nation rising against nation. Now we're seeing, you know, we're seeing more and more kingdom against kingdom. I mean, we're we're so close to the brink of it looks like World War Three that mm-hmm. is, is mind blowing. Is it going to happen tomorrow? Is it going to happen if God, you know, should God the Lord tarry a hundred years from now? I don't know. Right, but it, it's just like it's so close and yeah. then you look at the other things that are transpiring that you know the bible talks about in the last days that, that their lawlessness yeah man how much have you did you ever think in your day that you would see i'm not talking about criminal activity that's always been around i'm talking about lawlessness yes where people are just blatantly being lawless and nothing's being done about it. Right. And, and, and so the movement now is yeah. to defund the, police, defund the police, get rid of the laws, right. you know, let right. us do what we want to do. And that is the very definition of lawlessness. lawlessness. Right? right. Exactly. I agree with you. Um, and so I find it interesting. I want to, I want to take my time here because, mm-hmm. you know, this is such a taboo subject. Sometimes it's, it's very controversial uh, right. for some people. Um, and I'm not into debating the word of God. I don't think yeah. that you can debate the word of God. No, it's forever settled in heaven. Exactly. I just, I want to understand it. Yeah. And I believe that if God laid things out in his word and he answers the question, when, you know, tell us what the signs are going to be when you come mm-hmm. back. If Jesus took the time to spend a whole chapter on explaining what those signs would look like, I believe he wants us to understand. Right. I don't believe that he wants us to be caught off guard or in mm-hmm. the dark and, and not yeah. know what's going on. But uh, and so I say all that to say that um, if if someone wants to know my in depth uh, belief on certain topics that have to do with the coming back of the Lord, whether it be you know are you pre trib, mid trib, post trib, yeah, or whatever, yeah. that's a whole different conversation yeah. um, that that we can have, and I would right. love to have because I've. I, I've got scriptures that I can read, and and, yeah. and I have a viewpoint on that. But I think I've told you before. I'm I'm like my pastor. He, he preaches pan trib. Pan trib. Yeah, Tell just, us about pan trib. Oh, pan trib is a belief. Uh, uh, just live for God. It all pan out. <laughs> It'll pan out in the end. <laughs> yeah, that's Amen. A, yeah, that's that's, my, that's funny. That's what my pastor teaches <laughs> pan trib. I might subscribe to that. <laughs> It'll all pan it out all in the end. Pan out. If you just live for the Lord, it all pan out. That's right. Uh, but let me let's get back to the signs. Yes. Um, so Jesus says, he answers the question, and I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I'm going to uh, revert back to this because I want to get it right. I want to hear what Jesus had to say to this right. question. What will be the signs and, and when is it going to happen? Jesus answered in verse number four, 
uh, of chapter 24 and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. That's the very first thing he opens up with brother uh, hall. And I find it interesting. Uh, and I don't think it's a mistake. I think it was right. intentional that Jesus says, take a moment and realize that deception will be prevalent in the end time. Um, because if you want me to answer the question when or, or what are the signs going to be and when am I coming back, well, don't be deceived right. because everything that I'm about to follow up and tell you in the rest of this chapter or in this conversation when he's having it with them is, you know, people will be deceived. Right. And yeah. so uh, deception is a real thing. And so there again, I don't believe that the Lord wants us to be in the dark on this subject. Right. Um, and so, but he, he outlines all of what he's about to say by saying, take heed that no man deceive you mm-hmm. for many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. And so we've seen that over the course of history. You know, you don't have to look very far. You don't even have to be very religious to go and see that what Jesus stated here was true. He said, many people are going to come in my name and say, I am the Messiah. And history shows, as a matter of fact, I've done a, a, did a study maybe last year or the year before. And I believe at the time there were as many as 11 people on the earth right now who believe who, who claim to be the Messiah. Yeah. And so that is, the fulfillment of what Jesus was saying. Right. He says, look, many people are going to come and say that I'm the Messiah. Right. But he says, don't, don't listen to that because the same way that I went is the same way that I'm I'll coming come back. back. Right. And so any man that is just born, uh, and, and, and lives a natural life, unless he comes through the clouds, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be very doubtful that he is the Messiah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so in Jesus outlined all that, but, uh, deception is, a strong thing, right? Uh, deception to be deceived, and and that's a scary thing to think that you have it right. It reminds me of Samson, right? Yeah. He, he had his head in the lap of Delilah, and the spirit of the Lord had left him, and he didn't even he know, didn't it. know it. Right? That's scary to me. It's, it's very scary. What I mean, yeah. so when you think about deception in the, in today's age, it's twenty twenty two, and the world is absolutely gone crazy. Yeah. I mean, do you think that that we are more apt to be deceived now than in previous generations. Oh, well, you can see it happening. I mean, there, there's, that's why uh, I just read an article recently talking about now, obviously they're not looking at the apostolic church mm. because we're growing. Right. But I know this is a podcast, so they can't see me, but in, in, in quotation, Christianity yes. as a whole, they say is on a decline. Mm-hmm. Because that's because the enemy is deceiving people. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 you look at all the different religions, all the different beliefs. It, it's yeah, deception is running rampant. Yes, even you know, even unfortunately, even in in our movement, in our we, we see people backsliding, and we see even though the church is growing, we do see people falling away because they are being deceived. Yeah, deceived to believe a lie. So yeah. Deception is is no doubt. I wish I could come up. You know how it is when you're sometimes in a situation like this, you go blank. Yeah. Um. With with pointed ideas, but uh, but deception is no doubt running is running rapid, and and, and the deceiver is running rapid. That's his that's his goal. He right. wants you to believe a lie because if he can convince you to believe a lie, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the one thing. We walk, we, you know, the, the Lord leads us in the truth. The Holy Ghost leads us in the truth. And we're walking in that truth, and we're seeing in the light. 
within and not being deceived. So if he can get us to be deceived and stop believing, and that's one of the things that I see a lot is people start believing, well, this is not important. You know, mm-hmm. that was, you know, how many times have you heard, well, that was in the Bible days. Right. I don't know if, if I missed something in the Bible, but I didn't read a passage that said, and this ends the Bible days now starts. Yeah. Yeah. So when did that day. stop? Right. Exactly. So as far as I understand, we are still living in the Bible days right. since God created everything. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, but if the enemy can get you to stop believing the things in the word of God, it's true. Mm. If he can deceive a person to believe in that, well, it's not for me now. Well, I don't believe that. Well, I don't believe that a God, you know, in, in all of these cliches that we've heard, right. He starts deceiving you there. Well, then it's going to be easy for to deceive you in other things as far as the end time comes. Mm-hmm. Because when things start happening, you know, we're all going to remember. We're all going to remember things. You know, uh, something happens and, and it fulfills a prophecy. Wait, I thought I remember hearing that yeah. in the word of God. So, but if he's already got you deceived walking down the wrong path, it's going to be easy. It, it, I, this is the way I see it. Mm-hmm. I can see how things can line up where someone can come up and say, hey, here I am. I'm, I'm the Christ. I'm the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you believe that because you've walked away from truth. Mm-hmm. You you've you stop studying the word of God. You stop pursuing the word of God, and then now all of a sudden something comes up that reminds you. Mm-hmm. But instead of going and searching it out or knowing or or walking and having that close relationship with God, because the Holy Ghost will lead us in all in full truth. Yes, and He'll protect us. Yes. He'll keep us. Yes, you know the Lord will keep us. He and so. We, it's kind of. I think it's a compounding thing. It's little deceptions here. Believe it in is. this. Believe in that. And it builds up. And in, and that's when the antichrist will be able to rise up. Yes. You know, and all of these false Christs, You know, they come and and so, and people will believe that because they've walked away from truth. Does that make sense? Absolutely. What I'm trying to- Absolutely. And the and the scripture says, "They that understand among the people shall instruct many." Right. Uh, and so, but there's got to be somebody oh. who understands yeah and to understand is yeah. to not be deceived and, and that's 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 another thing having so you know understanding and not being deceived on the other side of that coin you see you know the bible talks about uh is it peter or thessalonians i can't remember exactly where but where he said in the last day they'll have itchy ears yes right yeah and tell that, me what i want to hear yeah it, tell me what i want to hear and that's what i see because i'll be honest you know and i don't i don't portray to be a theologian, you know, or a great Bible scholar. I just love the word of God mm-hmm. and the things of God. And I want to make it to heaven. Absolutely. And I want everybody that I know and everybody that even I don't know to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I taught a class on uh, hell not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go and I don't want to see nobody go. Amen. But, you know, it's since the last day to have it. And, 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 you know, for years I wondered, Lord, why all these mega churches? Mm. How do they, how do they do that? Why, why do we not? have mega churches like that we've got the power yeah the name of jesus and so forth the you know the power of the holy ghost well, i don't understand and and as you know as i've grown in the lord over years and study i started realizing itchy ears mm. they're being fed what they want to hear right you know you've Deceived. got to, yeah you got to repent you got to be baptized in jesus name filled with the holy ghost you know and well yeah, that's kind of uncomfortable. I, I don't want to hear. It. Mm. All you got to do is call on the name of the Lord. Hey, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, you know. And so these, you know, uh, hey, God's going to bless you. He's going to give you big houses and fine cars. 
That's mm-hmm. what I want to hear, you yeah. know, or whatever, yeah. you know. And so these itchy ears, they 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 uh, uh, cleave to that kind of preaching. They do, and that kind of preaching, false preaching, mm. does not teach the word of God and does not teach this stuff. What right. we're talking about today, right. what people need to be easy beliefism easy. is closely related to deception. Yes, yes, easy beliefism. So, so if if you just tell me what I want to hear, right, and I don't have to make any changes. Yeah. And if I don't have to submit to anything or anyone, mm-hmm. and I can do whatever I want to do, if I can just believe that God exists and make it into this kingdom. Yeah. But all along, you're you're deceived. Right. Exactly. But the Bible says to study to show yourself approved, a workman that needed not be ashamed, right. rightly dividing the word of truth. And so, but you have to study. No, I don't want to take, and I, I love my pastor. I know he's into truth. You, right. you know Pastor Hall as well. Right. Yeah. Um, but as much as I love and trust my pastor, I'm going to study the word for myself. Exactly. Because I want to know for myself yeah. that he's in the book and he's preaching right. the truth. And the moment, matter of fact, he says it all the time, it, the moment that he gets outside of the book, I need mm-hmm. to go find another church. And, and I will. And that's true. Yeah. But I have to study on my own yeah. so that I'm not deceived. Exactly. Because your your pastor, just like my pastor, they are men just like we are. Mm-hmm. You know, they are called to a to a, a position of, of leadership and authority in our lives, you know, and, and so we submit to that. But you're right. If we don't know the word of God and we blindly submit, mm-hmm. we can find, if I blindly submitted, I wouldn't be sitting here with you today. Right. I would be in a, in a false doctrine that I, that I grew up in mm-hmm. basically sure. not knowing the full truth, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't blindly submit. I, I, I study the word. Absolutely. And, and you know, and I know all right, we're talking about end time. So what does some of this stuff have to do with, with end time? What does some of this stuff have to do with nation rising against nation and kingdom against kingdom? You know, it, last day will be perilous times and, and, uh, and so forth. And then the son of perdition will arise or whatever. Well, it's a, it's, it's, you know, they don't just come out and build a house, bring all the pieces and just throw it together. There's a foundation that has to be laid, right? And it's yes. A little bit built upon a little bit. The Bible even talks about, and I don't, and and, and out of caution, I don't want to take it out of out of uh, context. But you know, it talks about line upon line, precepts upon precepts, mm-hmm. here a little, there a little. Well, I see the same thing working in the enemy. You know, it's a little bit here, it's a little bit there. Yeah, that's and, the, the same way that we come to God is the same way that we leave. Exactly. Little a little bit by bit, little bit by little bit, and then the, the deception that comes yes. from the enemy and the the. Um, Ushering in, I mean, think about it. It, it, Probably even today, I I would dare to say, even today, if the Antichrist stepped upon the Temple Mount and said, hey, I'm God, I'm Mm -hmm. the Messiah, Mm -hmm. here I am. Mm -hmm. Everybody everybody, uh, bow down and follow me. Right. I don't think he'd be received very well. Right. Right? Because it's not ready. Right. So it's going to be little bit by little bit. Mm -hmm. A little, you know. It's it's all... Building up, building up, yeah. To the you know, it's 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 kind of like the I don't know exactly the the story here, but I'm sure somebody will understand what I'm saying. I've heard tell that if you were uh, to cook frogs, you yeah. know, some people I've never cooked frogs, but some people have, and they say that you know if you put them in boiling water, well, they're going to jump out, right, right, because the water is just boiling. But if you put a frog in room temperature water and it'll just hang out in there, and you turn it on a slow and you heat it up very yeah. slowly. Uh, they'll eventually stay in that water. They won't jump out, and they'll die in that water because it came on them slowly, and they didn't notice the change. Uh, We must be aware of the small changes that are happening in our government, 
in society, yeah. in this law, lawlessness that you talked about, right. because it's all little bit by little bit, the enemy is chipping away at the truth uh, and, yeah. and, and trying to, you know, deception creeps right. in. It doesn't kick down the door. Deception creeps in. Right. And, yes. and, and so unless we're vigilant, unless we're, uh, you know, standing watch, the Bible says that if you knew that the robber was coming, the thief was mm-hmm. coming in the night, you'd stay up and you'd wait to exactly. protect your home. Well, yeah. we must do the same, same thing spiritually. Yeah. We must right. be ready and waiting, watching yeah. at the door, uh, so that we're not deceived and we're not taken. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let, let's take it a, a step further here. Jesus goes on to say in verse number six that you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Right. That's an interesting because some people say, okay, well, the whole Russia and Ukraine thing is going on, and then you know if it's not them, it's China, it's Russia, it's the U.S., it's Iran. There's somebody always talking about war. Right. Right. Yeah. But Jesus made it plain here. He says, you're going to hear of wars mm-hmm. and rumors of wars. Right. But there again, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. The end is not yet. Right. Because these things must come to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so just because we're on the brink of war or even if world war three broke out today, that doesn't mean that Armageddon is here and, right. and, you know, look to the clouds because certain things have to happen yeah. before the Lord will come back. Right. Now that's not me and my doctrine, and and that's not something I came up with. I I base that on God is is you know He can only tell the truth. He is mm-hmm. truth, and so if if He said that certain things will happen in the Word of God, if it's in yeah. His Word, then I know that that has to happen. Right. And if it didn't happen, then that would make Him a liar. Right. Is that, does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. So so when I see these things, uh, Jesus said, you know, you're going to hear of wars, rumors of wars, but you know. The end is not yet come. And then you you talked about this already. Verse number seven says, for nation shall rise against nation. That word nation in the Greek is ethnos. Ethnos means race. Right. So literally it says race shall rise against race. We see that prevalent in today's society. Kingdom shall rise against kingdom. And there shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes, and diverse places. All of these things. Now Jesus is getting into the nitty gritty. Right. right? He's getting into the 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 tangible things that we'll be able to see happening yeah. all around us. We right. hear about wars. We see war going on. Uh, you've got earthquakes in, in in all kinds of places. We've got pestilences. You got racism. I mean, look around. Yeah, I mean, this is like literally Channel right. Two every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing about this when you when you look at it, you know, the disciples they started said, "Tell us how will we know." Mm-hmm. And he gives these warning signs. Yes. And that's what they are. We know, and we preach it, we say, the Lord is coming soon. We're not given a time. Mm-hmm. We're not saying the Lord is coming by the end of this year. Right. I mean, I think the Bible says, contrary to what some believe, no man knoweth the hour. That's right. Only the Father. That's right. Not even the angels. Verse so, number 36. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, we 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 know the Lord is coming soon, mm-hmm. and that's what we preach. And why do we know that? Because Jesus said these signs. Yes. You know, and that's what we're preaching is these signs. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking at. And like you're like you're saying, you know, pestilence. And for those that don't know, pestilence, uh, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but if, if they, it comes from the word uh, uh, pandemus, which is where we get pandemic. Oh, I don't, that's, that would be... <laughs> 
yeah. uh, pretty incredible. If if that was I, that may be yeah. the case, I don't know. I believe that's you know. True. I think I, yeah. I I remember. I don't want to you know speak out of turn here, but I'm pretty sure I remember studying that word one time, and I believe that I did come up with disease, and yeah. so uh, that would make sense. Disease pandemic, and so that's very interesting. Let's see if I can find this really quick for yeah. us. While you uh, while like, you find that, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about something else real quick. So he follows up with that. Now these are the signs that are to immediately precede the coming of the Lord. Right. And so we, we see these earthquakes. I actually did a study, um, a personal study, where I said, okay, Jesus, if you said that we're going to have earthquakes, but not just earthquakes, because we've always had earthquakes. Right. But So what's special about earthquakes? Well, I went and looked at the history over the last 100 years of earthquakes up till like last year. And in the last 20 years, the earthquakes uh, earthquakes have like went off the charts getting more frequent bigger yeah. badder earthquakes all yeah. over the world and so it's not the fact jesus is not saying well when you see an earthquake i'm coming back that's right. not what he's saying he says yeah. you'll see it building up mm-hmm. there's going to be more and more this and intensity, more this it, intensity yes it's going to grow in intensity and so go ahead with what you found there all right, so as far as when you look at in, uh, so I have a Bible translation on my phone, and when you look at the word in the Greek, it's, it's loimos, and I, and I hope I pronounce that right. Uh, sorry for the Arkansas accent, <laughs> uh, even though I'm from South Carolina by way of Arkansas. Uh, but, you know, the word translates into plague. Plagues. You know, yeah. is that. So uh, and that's where we get our pandemic, you know, yeah. the one that we – just dealt with, yes. you know, and and that's not the last, right? You know, and, and all of that is signs that the Lord is coming. It's warning signs, right? Trying to prepare us because uh, God, like you said, God is not a man that He should lie. That's right. He is truth. They, they, yes. He's all truth. And if He says it's going to happen, it will happen. It will happen. He said, "I'm coming back." Mm-hmm. And when I come, before I come, this is what you're going to see happen. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing happening. Yeah. So, and here's one of the verses in chapter 24 that really is my least favorite. And, 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 so, but it's the word of God. Right. Verse number eight, Jesus says, and all these, they're uh-huh. just the beginning, just the beginning, just the beginning of sorrows. Right. I mean, these are bad things. Yes. Racism is awful. I hate racism. Yes, Earthquakes are awful. I mean, it, it takes people's lives or ruins right. homes. I hate these things. Um, and I and I hate that they that they have to happen. I hate that you know we yeah. have COVID nineteen. I mean right. nobody likes these things. Right. But Jesus says all these are the beginning of sorrows, mm-hmm. and and so to me when I read that, this is the the how can I say this is the you know it's preparing us for what really is to come. I believe that there will be a time of tribulation. Yes. And then there will be a, a time of great tribulation. Right. Um, now, there again, we could get into the whole, will the church be here? Will we not be here? And I, if you want to know what I think about that, call me, message me on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. I would love to tell you what the Word of God says, what I see in the Scriptures about that, but I'll, I'll spare you from that today. But what I do see, and we all see in red letters here, is that he said these are the beginning of sorrows. It's right. not going to get any better from here. So when you see these things start to build up, it's just the beginning. Right. And so that, you know, we could say, well, man, if God is a God of love and if he loves the world so much and, and he gave himself on Calvary's hill, why would he let it get worse? Why wouldn't he spare us? 
I well, can give you my view on that. Go ahead. I thought that as we're sitting here listening, I feel like the Holy Ghost is dropped in my spirit. It's a sin. Just everything that we see, mm-hmm. everything that is happening in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I won't go deep into it, but look what just happened in Texas. Yes. Earlier this week. Yes. How horrific. How horrific. You know, the value of life is decreasing. Yes, it is. The Bible says in the last day, I used to think, and, and, and I don't know how it's to portray it other than what I used to think, what I used to believe, and as the Lord has taught me over the years, what I've learned to understand. Because, you know, uh, we mature in the Lord, we, we, we grow in wisdom and knowledge and understanding as we seek God. But I used to think, the Bible says that in the last day, evil will wax worse. Yes. Right? And I used to compare evil to crime. Mm. And and at one point, I don't know now, this was a few years ago, uh, probably seven, eight years ago maybe, there was, a, I think, a study came out that showed that crime at that time was actually declining some. Mm. And so I scratched my head. Well, if evil's waxing worse, why is crime going down? And then it, it hit me. It's like the Lord just slapped me with it. Evil is not necessarily crime. Because there's a lot of evil going on in the world today. Yes, that is that is not considered crime by the law of man, mm-hmm. but it's evil because it goes against the word and the will of God. Yes, it's a sin problem. It is. You know, they want to. What happened in Texas? Why is that? It's a sin problem. Mm-hmm. Why is why why are we having these issues and that issue? These are all these issues. It's a sin problem. And if I can just interject right here, it's important for us as a church. I believe we need to start praying for the divine order of God to be restored yes. in our nation and the world. Is the Lord coming back in next year, five years, 10 years, 20? I don't know. Only God knows that. Right. But it, but we are here right now, and I do believe we can impact our communities in that. So I know that's kind of a sidebar. No, but, that's good. But we need to pray for that divine order of God. Mm. But it is a sin problem. It started when Adam and Eve sinned. When Adam ate that fruit, sin entered the earth. Mm. And if you think about in our own lives, you and I both, we did, you and I both have been, you know, out in the world, and 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 by the grace of God, we're sitting here today. Yes, and we know that. Yes. Think about when, when. You know, uh, when you started making decisions, I know I can think about mine. And if I and if I went into it, it, and it was all due to sin. If I went into my testimony, if I went into what God brought me out, what, what happened, the things that's transpired in my life, it was all because of sin. And here's the thing: when it, with, with sin, it wasn't. You know, I just started sinning, and, and, and okay, that was it. it everything stayed level. Mm. No, it progressed. It right. got worse. And worse, yes. things got worse. Life got worse. Misery got worse. You know, it's that's it, what they call in the scientific community. They call that entropy, and so disorder always increases. Exactly. You, your room doesn't get cleaner; it gets dirtier it gets without dirtier. intervention. Right. Good right. Point. Very good point. And that's what's happening. That's what happened when when Adam sinned and it entered disorder began. Wow. Disorder began. So what are we seeing here at the end? These signs that Jesus is telling us? Mm. It, it, it's, it's, I wouldn't say that it's, well, this is what God is sending. No. This is what, no. It's, it's the result of man's disobedience. Exactly. It's a result of man's disobedience. Why did God, a loving God, why does he allow this to happen? God's not. A, it's not that so much God is allowing to happen. And I say that cautiously because, yes, I understand. He's the mighty God. Yes. He can snap his finger and everything stops. Mm-hmm. But it's man's disobedience, yeah. and it's a and it, and it has 
grown and mm. the disorder is getting worse and worse. And these signs, this is what's happening before the Lord comes back. Yeah. This is, it's just continuing to get worse. You know, and I've heard people say, well, why doesn't the Lord do anything about it? You know, why doesn't he does. the Lord, he, he, he did does. on Calvary. Yeah. yeah. He paid the mm-hmm. price. Right. He, he, right. He made right every wrong. Right. He paid for everyone's disobedience and everyone's sin. He yeah. paid the price on Calvary. And so when it, people get frustrated with God, mm-hmm. uh, because he doesn't come down and stop the, yeah. you know, the killer before he goes into the school and shoots up the school, well, right. where's God at in this? Yeah. God already paid the price on Calvary and he offered us salvation. Exactly. And so, whether I go by the way of old age or if I go by the rapture or if I go by, you know, getting hit by the bus tomorrow or an active yeah. shooter, whatever way I leave this earth, mm-hmm. as long as I've made my calling and election sure, I was never yeah. meant to stay here anyway. Yeah. And, and, exactly. and what he did for me on Calvary, mm-hmm. that was him showing us that he cared enough right. to save us. Exactly. And he, he, he did that there but it didn't stop there right he could because god is still reaching yes why are you sitting here today on the other side of this table Mm. why am i sitting here on this side of this table yeah and we're having this conversation because god reached for us and we received it yes this this 18 year old just did this how many times did somebody pass by and say hey man you want to come to church yeah we don't know we don't know only god knows right how many people here's another thing let me let me throw this out how many people pass by him and never said, hey, let me tell you about the love of Jesus. Yeah. Wow. It's both ways. It's it both is. Ways. And so God still, he, he, that's why he puts us, he, he calls, and, and, and then he anoints, and he sends out apostles and, 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 mm-hmm. and teachers and, and, and prophets and, and pastors and evangelists and, yes. and preachers you know, to, to try to reach the lost. He still. He's always reaching. reaching. He's always reaching. Yeah. He said, I, I won't leave you comfortless. Yeah. Exactly. But I, but I'm I gotta leave the flesh. Mm-hmm. I've got to leave. Right. But I'm sending the Comforter in my name. In my name, and that's why we have yeah. the Holy Ghost. Exactly. Said, it, it's it's Christ in us. Right. The hope of glory. Yes. The hope of glory. My goodness. And, you know, and and so the world is going to continue to wax worse. These signs are going to continue to, to grow. Yes. Stronger. Think about a storm. The storm starts with a small cloud. Yeah. And then it gradually grows. Mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. and bigger mm-hmm. and gets darker and darker and holds more water and water until finally there's this breaking point where it can't hold no more. And then an explosion happens, yeah. so to speak, if you will, and rain begins to fall. And but and, and, and so here's the, here's the thing, Brother Hall. Mm-hmm. If we see the cloud, this, this is good. If you, yeah. if you see the cloud mm-hmm. building, off in the distance and you see that it's blowing in your way right. and you hear, uh, you know, the, the people on the news, the weather channel talking about storms are coming, prepare yourself, exactly. get to a safe place. Exactly. And, and yet we stand out there and we stand in our front yard until uh-huh. we get struck by lightning right. and we die. We say, well, where was God at? Right. He sent you signs. <laughs> when you think about Katrina, how many people stayed? Yes. Because of what? Because they said, uh, we've heard this before. Mm. And wow. that happened to be the one that came in and destroyed everything. Wow. And, and we're not making light of anybody right. losing their and life. By, That's by awful. By no means. By no means. But we have signs. Right. But it's the same thing as living for God. As living for God. It's the same thing. We have signs. Even Jesus said, you can look at the at the, at the the evening, you can see the sky red and say it's going to be stormy tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. you can't look at the signs of the time and know that I'm coming. Wow. And I'm paraphrasing that. I'm not yeah, quoting no, scripture. But, but 
Go read it for yourself. It's in there. Yeah, it's in there. It's, it's in, in there. In there you know. Wow. That yeah. was good. Yeah. So so we have these signs and they're for a purpose. Right. They are they are to right. to urge people who are lost to come home. Exactly. To the prodigal sons and daughters, exactly. to the ones who walked away from God and who have hated him mm-hmm. and you know are mad at the church and everybody come home. Right. Because the Lord's coming back for his bride and if we've not made ourselves ready. Yeah. If we're not looking mm-hmm. to Jesus and looking for his return, right. the Bible says we're going to miss out on it. You know, there'll be two in the field. One will be taken. One will be left. There'll right. be two at the, the yeah. millstone. One will be taken. One will be left. Two in bed. One taken. One, one left. Yeah. That's I don't want, you know. Right. I don't want to be the one left. Mm. And, mm. you know, you know, brother, brother Till, when you look at Jesus is talking to his disciples. And he says, all these sorrows are the beginning, or all these are the beginning of sorrow. Yes. And he talks about all of this is coming. All of this. Understand, you know, the same, the Bible said the same rain that falls on the unjust falls it's, on the Yes, the just. Uh-huh. I mean, it's all the same. But here's the difference. We have a hope. We do. We have a hope in him. Yes. He said, he said, and I'm just going to, I'm going to accentuate the word. I come to give you Life, yes, and life more abundantly. Amen. Who is the you? Mm. You that follow me. That's right. You that love me and keep my commandments. If mm. you love me, keep my commandments. You're the one that we're the ones that He's going to give life and life more abundantly. So even through these dark times, even through as as this storm is growing, yes, this this storm of 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 the end time, if you will, mm-hmm. is starting to is grow and it is intensing or, or is increasing intensity. Yes. God can still and will still protect his people. Yes, he will. And it is like you just said, it is a warning. It is a warning for though. And if there's any backsliders listening, to mm. if there's anybody on the edge, on the fence, uh, you're thinking about walking away, that what's the point? If there's anybody that, that's that's listening that, that you don't know God, now is the time. Yeah. Three, you know, one, don't leave the church. Right. If you're outside of the church and you know and you have known God, get back. Find you an altar and repent. Get back, get your heart back right yes. with God. If you don't know God, it's now the time to start learning mm. about the Lord and committing your life to God because we're headed for some time in this last day. There's going to be trial and 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 our our mere our our essential our survival yes. our salvation is not going to be just on. Do we know the name of Jesus? I know the name of a lot of people, yeah, and I have no authority. To use mm. their name, right. I just know them. You know, my wife, some lady walking down the street, cannot walk into my bank and say, "Yeah, I need to take some money out of Randy Hall's account." That's right. You know, they're going they're going to look for ID, yes, and they're going to look for something that shows she has my name. They're not authorized. They're not authorized. Mm. Only my wife is authorized to act on my behalf. That's right. In my, my absence. So my God, <laughs> hey, we have taken on his name. Yeah. And so we are authorized to act on, on his behalf in his absence. My, and, and my, my. you know, now is the time in that relationship. That's where I was wanting to go with it. That relationship with God is what's going to carry us through these yes. end times. Yes. And no matter how bad it gets, God is going to yeah. be, we're going to learn you know, we think of him as our Savior right now when we get baptized in the name of Jesus and, and for the remission of sin mm-hmm. and filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, he's my Savior. He saved me out of hell. But we're going to learn a lot more. Mm-hmm. He's not only going to be our Savior from hell, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can go a few days out of some meals. Right. I don't want to I don't even want to go one minute no. in hell. No. 
but the thing is, we're going to learn. We're going to learn just how much of a savior he is in our life, even in this natural world. Yeah, man, that's well that's very time. very well said. Uh, it's hard to contain yeah. what I feel right now. <laughs> yeah. I gotta remember I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, I know, right? Because I'm about to say, just preach to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm reminded of a couple of things I want to share with you real quick. We're kind of taking a, a rabbit yeah. trail here, but Sorry. we're staying on. No, I, I'm I love it. Uh, I'm going to take a rabbit trail. Okay. Um, I'm reminded of in Egypt, the children of Israel, um, they are in bondage. They're slaves to to Egypt, which is a type and a shadow of sin. Right. Uh, it's a type of sin. And so, but, you know, God sent Moses um, into the land to, he says, you know, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. We know the story from childhood, I'm sure. Right. Um, and so... But something interesting that jumped out at me one time was that God sent plagues. Plagues. You know, you mm-hmm. talked about plagues earlier. Yeah. Um, he sent plagues to the land of Egypt and with the inhabitants of, of his own children there. Right. You know, his own right. children were living there, but yet right. he sent the same plagues. Mm-hmm. The rain it rains on the just and the unjust. Right. However, the uh-huh. distinction is even when, you know, there, there was one of the plagues was darkness right and not just you know it was dark outside it was three days of darkness that could be felt the bible says but praise god the bible says but the children of israel had light in their dwelling right they did not experience they were there they were in the same location they were in the same town Mm -hmm. but they did not have to go through and experience what was surrounding them and and so we in the midst of all these signs that are coming yeah. you know in the midst of the earthquakes and the racism and the you know whatever mm-hmm. it's going to get worse the the right. plagues and all that i don't believe that it is the will of god that we are destroyed <laughs> But praise God, we have a yeah. light. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Yeah. We have light in our yeah. dwelling, in my temple. Mm-hmm. And I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Right. And if and, you read on on that, if you think, if you look at it, I don't remember what scripture. I wish I did. I would love to just pull it up and read it. But Pharaoh, it said that Pharaoh looked at it and they saw the plagues. Mm-hmm. But the children of Israel saw the wonder of God. Mm. <laughs> In this last day, we're going to there's there's going to be plagues and pestilences, yeah. wars and rumors of war, nation yeah. against nation, you know, kingdom against kingdom. We're going to see all this, yeah. you know, this this coming and this this um, terrible times. Yeah. Could it be? The world will see the plagues, the wrath of God, yeah. the plagues. Yeah, we're going to see the wonders, the wonders of God. Of God. My goodness, it. that's Think good, man. Because hey, he said. You know, come up to me, all you there, heavy late, I'll give you rest. Yeah. It's asking, you shall find, seeking, you, you know, uh, seeking, you shall find, asking, it shall be given to you, knocking, it shall be open. Yes. I, I mean, we have all these promises, and the promises of God are yea and, and amen. amen. They yeah. never go away. So the, the thing about this end time, you know, and, and, and I know our intention here is not to strike fear. No, not at all. But it's to encourage. I mean, we look at these, and it's ex- it is an exciting time to yes. be an exciting time to be a part of the church. I get so excited. I'm trying to, like you said, we're on a podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to contain. Yeah. People can't see me. My legs over here shaking. <laughs> but, but you know, we're living in exciting times. The, exciting times. The, the sky, there's soon it's going to be a trumpet sound. The sky's mm. going to split. The Lord's coming back. He's coming for his mm. church, and we're going to be carried into eternity to worship and be with Jesus for you can't even comprehend forever and fear, ever. Fear not. 
Fear I've not. overcome the world. Exactly. He's overcome my, my, the world. My. We can overcome. God is going to protect his people. But you have to be in the church. That's you right. You have to be yes. living for him and seeking him. Yes. That, and then these end times, you can look at them and go, man, is it scary? Let's let's. I'll, I'll be real in the flesh. I'll be real in the flesh. Absolutely, Absolutely. man. It's like you look at things happening right now. Gas prices. I just paid ninety dollars to fill up a little seventeen ga- gallon, seventeen gallon tank or eighteen yeah. gallon tank, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, and 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 it's going to get worse, or mm-hmm. it could get worse. It, could get it may worse. get worse. I'm sure in time it will. And you know, and and uh, uh, you know, and everything's going up. There's there's oh, here's one of the things talking about. Uh, where it talks about uh, uh, famines, mm-hmm. shortages. How much food shortages wow. have we have? No, we haven't seen it to a degree of we're going hungry. It could come. I, can, I might not can get, you know, uh, my wife went the other day. We we like tuna in water. They didn't have tuna in water. They only have tuna in oil. So uh, mm. that's a famine. <laughs> I can't get my tuna. But, you know, the point is. Things are, you know, I know there's been, for those especially with infant children, have yes. been struggling with the baby formula. Yes. That, that whole scenario. And there's been... Why in the world we had a toilet paper shortage a couple of years ago? I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> but, you know, there, there's there's things building up. Yeah. Things building up mm-hmm. and these famines. But God will take care of his people. And and so the, the message is, in the midst of all this, all these crises, yeah. trust the government. That's what they say. Yeah, That's what the they government. say. You know, yeah. trust the government. We'll and, take care of yeah, you. And I do. I do trust the government. The one, the one spoken of in Isaiah chapter nine, <laughs> and the government <laughs> shall be upon his shoulders. Okay. Hallelujah! Yes, and of his, uh, oh Lord, I went blank. Of his peace, there should be no end. Yes, you know, I trust the government. Yeah, the, the God's government, not man's. I, I, I don't fear. I mean, you could get sidetracked, and yeah. and we could get sidetracked and say, well, you know, how am I going to feed my kids and all that? But right. if you, when you realize who you serve. Amen. And who your God is, I don't worry about this stuff. Yeah. I know that God is going to take care of me. Yeah. And 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 so I, I want to share with you a dream that I had mm. uh, the other night. I've only had this dream one time. I've never dreamed about the rapture or anything like that before. But the other night, I had a dream, and it may be because I was thinking about this this podcast we were going to be doing. And it was so real, Brother Hall, so real. And I wished I could relive it right now, um, but soon and very soon I will. Yeah. Uh, in my dream, I was here at the church. My pastor was with me. My family was with me. We had a lot of cheap people from the church here. I don't remember who all was here. I didn't see a whole lot of faces. I know that I was standing next to my pastor, and it happened. I Just out of nowhere, I heard the trumpet sound, the trumpet that the Bible talks about that will sound, and I heard it, and and it wasn't... You know, I've tried to think about this before the dream and even after the dream, and I thought, you know, I wonder if when we hear the trumpet sound, if we'll be like, you know, is that a band down the road, or you know, yeah. you know, was is that somebody's car radio, or or is it? But there was no question, right, in me Distinct. at all. When I heard it, it was a, it was almost like I knew the sound and I knew yeah. to listen for it. Yeah. But when I heard the trumpet sound, I remember uh, distinctly. I looked over at my pastor. And I smiled as big as I could smile. And he looked at me and he smiled and I looked at him and I said, it's happening. Yeah. And I knew, and he knew that the Lord was coming back in that moment. Uh, and, and I was not fearful. Right. I, I was actually, I was overcome with joy and I could feel, uh, anybody who has the Holy ghost, you know what I'm talking about, that feeling from head to toe, uh, just overwhelming presence of God. I felt that. And it may have been even the, 
you know, where the Bible says that when the Lord comes back, we'll be changed from mortal to immortal. I don't right. know if that was the change that took place. But there was a a feeling of God's presence that was overwhelming in that dream. And I looked at my pastor and I said, it's happening. And and I I, I wanted to tell you that dream to tell you that there was no fear. There was yeah. no questioning, am I going to make it? I live my life the way that I live my life every day to ensure that no matter when the Lord comes back, I'm going to make it. Right. As for me and my house, we will serve serve. the Lord, and I've made my calling and election sure. I'm not perfect, but I'm living in grace. Right. When I mess up, I pray, God, forgive me. Right. I want to make it into that kingdom. I'm, I've been obedient to the plan of salvation as laid out in the book of Acts chapter 2. I've done everything that I know to do, and I will continue to do it. Because yeah. when that trumpet sounds, there's no, there's not going to be any time to get it right. Right. There's right. not going to be no time to cry out and say, "God, forgive yeah. me. I didn't know, or I, I thought they was just, you know, joking around, or I, you yeah. know, I want to be sure." People are going to understand what what it felt like when the door was shut on the ark mm. for 120 mm. years. Noah preached. They didn't even know what rain was. That's right. What are you talking about a flood? Yeah. What's a what's a rain? What, what are you talking? What are you building? It's an ark. What does that do? You know, they didn't even know. Right. And, uh, but you know, the Bible says that Noah was a, a preacher of righteousness, you know? Yes. And, and, um, so they had plenty of time mm-hmm. and they chose not to. Mm. And when that door shut, it was, that was it. There was no, nothing that Noah could do. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's going to be the same when, when the door shuts or in, in, in the analogy, when the trumpet sounds. Yes. But yeah. right now the door is open right now. The door is open. Wide open. Jesus yeah. said, I am yeah. the way, right. the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Exactly. I'm, I, I urge anyone yeah. who's listening to this, if you have not made your calling and election short, if you don't know without a shadow of a doubt that when the trumpet sounds, you're going to make it, I would, I would get on my knees right now and I would pray and ask God to forgive Amen. you and be obedient to the scriptures because right now the door is open, but there will be a day right. when that door is shut. And, and and you cannot enter. Right. You know, I had a similar dream to what you were talking about. Mine was in the late 90s, though. So. Mm. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'll never forget it because it was, like you say, it was so vivid. Yes. And I was uh, standing around uh, with some, I believe it was some coworkers or some guys, but the, the, I don't remember all the little details like that. What was so vivid that I remember is, like you said, there was this sound. Mm. And it was a distinct think sound yes and immediately turned and looked up and i saw the sky split apart Mm. almost like it was almost like if you take a feather pillow and you just take a knife and just slice right down it and the feathers go everywhere that's kind of what it looked like to me the 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 sky just ripped apart Mm. and angels began to pour out wow and all of a sudden i wish i could tell you what he looked like but (laughs) the lord didn't show me but i saw this figure coming my, my. and it was bright and yeah. I, I you know in, in the dream i knew who it was yeah it was it was the lord and it was words can't describe it yeah i, I can't describe it. it was the most amazing thing mm-hmm. and i still believe that's been you know it was back probably in 90 i'm giving my age away 96 97 or so and here we are in 2022 yeah and i still and i may be wrong i may go by the way of the grave but i believe that i will still be Breathing and preaching this word yeah. when the trumpet sounds and God comes back. Yeah. He's coming back in our lifetime. The, I the believe signs it. are showing. I believe it. The signs are showing. 
you know, and, and um, the signs are there. We, we, you read the Bible, you see what it talks about, the perilous times, the, mm-hmm. you know, what it's going to be like in the last days, the, the great, the falling away. We're see, we see all of that yes. happening. Yes. You know, all of the things we just, we're, we're discussing in Matthew chapter 24, we see the fulfillment of it happening. Yeah. So we know that time is at hand mm. and tomorrow is not, you know, okay. It, so the Lord don't come back for another hundred years. Mm-hmm. All right. So chances are everybody listening to this podcast from here on out will not live another hundred years. Right. Right. We're not guaranteed that we'll live through tomorrow. Right. I'm scheduled to preach here tomorrow (laughs) and I, I, I'm, I'm ready and I thank the Lord and I'm honored by it, but I don't know. Will I be here? Yeah. Only God knows because on my way back home I could be taken out into eternity. Life is but a vapor. Life is but a vapor. And that's the thing in today's in today's world we live in. You don't know. Hmm. 19 children and two teachers. Yeah. went to school to have a normal day mm-hmm. in class. Mm-hmm. They kissed their loved ones bye mm-hmm. that morning potentially. They never saw them again. Last week, two weeks ago, rather, uh, we were headed to church, and there was a big, a very bad accident. And we later found out, you know, this, uh, looked it up online and found out what had happened. A 37-year-old man, was young, mm-hmm. hit, collided with another vehicle. He was in an SUV. He lost control, spun out of control, flipped over. He was headed northbound, flipped over into the southbound lane. Landed on top of another car, he was killed Mama. instantly. In a matter of a moment, he was gone. And that that's you know, we could sit here and talk about this all day, mm-hmm. right? Of story after story after story yep. of someone who was fine. I know was, you know, somebody who was fine one moment. It just happened in our church last week. Mm-hmm. Uh blood sugar incident. Mm-hmm. I mean, his voice was carrying out over everybody at worship. And next thing you know, he's laying flat on his back. Whew. Almost lost him. Praise God, we didn't. Oh, praise God! You know, but it could have happened. But it could have happened. Yeah. He was that close. You know, so it, so the point is, if the Lord doesn't come back, uh, for another hundred years, mm-hmm. for another thousand years, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Is today is still the day of salvation? Yeah, yeah. And now is the day. Now is the accepted hour. Yeah, now is the accepted hour. There's no time to wait. That's right. And, and, and I don't believe the Lord's going to going to wait another hundred years. Yeah. I don't believe that, you know, that's just Randy Hall belief, right? You know, his opinion, right? That's, that's, but the thing is the times are showing, yeah. man, it is so close. You can almost, you can, you know, it, for anybody that's, that's served the Lord and has the Holy ghost and served for any amount of time, you can feel this shifting in yeah. the air. Yeah. You can feel this drawing and this calling and this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's, it's just so amazing and, yeah. and so exciting. You talked about something earlier, early on in the podcast, you talked about how there's a, you know, what we see in the natural is a reflection of what's happening in the supernatural, right. the, the spiritual realm. Right. And I believe that they, I believe that we're connected. Yes. We are, we are both flesh, but we are also spirit. We have a spirit. Right. Um, and so I believe that we are connected in some way to feel that shift that you're talking about. Yeah. I can feel it. I know that something is changing and that the spiritual warfare that, that is going on all around us, I can feel the in, 
the intensification of it, uh, if that's a word, the, yeah. you know, how it's, it's building up, building yes. up. And so where's the breaking point where, right. when does the Lord say enough is enough? Right. I'm coming back for my bride. You know, Sodom and Gomorrah, they knew what enough was. They found out what enough was. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So how much, you know, the Lord at some point, uh, enough is going to be enough or he'll have to repent to Sodom and Gomorrah, mm. you know, for, so the point I'm getting at is, is yeah, it, it's it's getting. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how else to say it other than when you when you look at the things that are happening, not just wars and rumors of wars. Right. I'm talking about the thing. The Bible also says in the last day they will call evil good and good evil. That's right. Look at the things that are transpiring mm-hmm. in our nation. Yeah. At what they're doing into our children, mm-hmm. trying to teach our children, mm-hmm. trying to completely destroy our yeah. children. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. That's because the enemy knows they're in the last generation. Yeah. And they are going to bring havoc mm. to the to the the kingdom of hell. You know, because this last generation is going to see greater signs, greater yeah. miracles, they're yeah. going to do greater exploits. God's going to have a greater anointing upon them. And so the enemy is trying to destroy them in their early years in the early youth it's not going to work not going to work it's a failed attempt exactly because god's already said it he's already declared yeah and he yeah. declares the end from the beginning he right. declared things that are not as though they were because in god they are that's right and when that's he says right it, it is <laughs> okay I gotta, praise god i gotta calm down a little bit uh, sorry <laughs> we we need to do a part two we need to do a part two Man, i'd love to brother. uh because i'll be honest with you we only made it through eight eight <laughs> verses and there's like Fifty something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we did not cover as much ground as as one would hope. But right. you know what? We. I, I'm so I, sorry. No, for no. It's. I think that uh, I can. I can feel that. I, I felt the urgency about yeah. you know, especially some of the topics that we that we talked yeah. about today. And and I don't want to rush it. I don't want to just yeah. be on an agenda and say, well, we've got to get through all you know all right. the whole chapter right. in an hour or else. I want people to understand that we're not just doing this to create followers. We're not just doing this to hype people up or get people right. scared. I'm te- the reason for the podcast, the reason for having you on this episode mm-hmm. is to create an urgency in people right. to mm-hmm. realize that, man, and here's the thing. Here's what I would say to wrap it all, wrap up this lesson. We're going to have to do a part two. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, I can call you in or something like that, <laughs> yes, but um, the, the thing that I would say to people right now is can you really afford to be wrong? Right. Can you afford to be wrong? Well, what if God, what if this whole thing is not real? What if, you know, what if he doesn't really, uh, what if all that's not necessary? What if I really don't have to go to church? Can you afford to be wrong? Exactly. I would rather live according to this word in hopes that, that it's true and I'm going to have eternal life with Jesus in, in, in New Jerusalem versus, you know, and, and, and so what, what if you're, what if you're right? And at the end of your life, you know, that your life, we just, we disappear, we float into oblivion and nothing right. ever happens. We become nothingness. Right. Well, then nothing really matters. But what if this is true? What if what the if word of God is yeah. true? Right. And I'm telling you, there's no redos. Yeah. There's no, you know, uh, spare lives. There's no none of that. Right. It's not a video game. You know, I also look at it like this too, brother. Brother Teal is when, when people make that. Okay, make those statements. Okay, let's go with that. It was evolution. It was a gaseous bang or whatever billions of years ago. We all came from a parasite. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
But how do you explain the testimonies? Well, now let me say it this way. So if God doesn't exist, just like what you're saying, and it's not real, look at the testimonies. Look at people who, who said, my life. Look at you and I, our own testimony. Yeah. I know what I know what I wanted to die. I didn't want to live. Mm. I know how miserable I was. Yeah. And if you look at a picture of me during a certain period of my life, and you see me now, we don't even look like the same people. Mm. Mm-hmm. What changed in my life? I didn't wake up one day and say, you know what? I want to live a better life, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make this decision. I did do that. I did make a decision. Mm-hmm. That decision was, you know, I'm going to live for God. Yes. And God has so transferred. He gave me, he, God has so transferred my life and, 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 and to where I am, I am stable now. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, I have the joy of the Lord and this happiness and this overwhelming joy. And, and when things and trials come our way, you know, my, my way, I, I don't, just panic and fall apart. I have this peace. Yes. I have this overwhelming peace. And and I could go on and on. But here's the point. For all the testimonies you've heard of people that said, I started serving the Lord mm. and committed my life to God and he changed. Okay, so let's say God's not real. And it was just it's just a figment of our imagination. Mm-hmm. My life is still better. It's still better. It's still better than what it was when I wasn't following this imaginary creator right you're not as miserable i'm not as miserable i'm mm. happy i have i have a lot of miracles that's that's taken place in my life now yeah. that i can't explain so it came from somewhere <laughs> now, yeah now you and i both know i know he yeah. is real as right. real as we right. are right now yeah but the thing i would say to those who who question is he real you know what Just give it a shot give it a shot Give try him a shot. Try him and see. You know what? He won't let you. He, 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 if you seek God, the Bible says that that if you, well, it says seek him and you shall find, mm-hmm. right? Seek and you shall find. But the Bible also says he that thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Yes. If you, you know, if you look and you and you look through the Old Testament, I know we got to hurry. I'm sorry. Uh, but if you look through the Old Testament, you know, the wrath of God would fall on Israel when they when they were disobedient. But the minute they turned yeah. and said, "Oh Lord, our God," it's just like a, it's just like an earthly father that truly loves his child. That mm-hmm. child does something wrong, and that father will discipline that child like he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that child comes and, and, and with a broken heart and a contrite mm-hmm. spirit, as the Bible says, and yeah. says, "Daddy, I'm sorry." What did that father do? He swoops that child up yep. in his arm and yep. loves on that child. It's Acts chapter two. Yeah. What shall we do? What shall we do? repent? My goodness. Yeah. You said something here. If people want to quit listening, they can just quit listening. But I, I'm sure there's people who are hungry and, and who are enjoying this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Okay. Yes. You said something, I don't know uh, exactly the date, but you was here preaching one time uh, this year, I believe. And you said something. I don't know if you realize the impact that it's had on this this congregation, uh, myself included, but it has become a staple in the church. And it's wow. been uttered, I don't know how many times I've heard it since you said it that day. Uh, you left, you was probably unaware of what you said, and it was something very small. It was It was nothing grandeur. It wasn't, you know, uh, a great big revelation. God but you said something that has absolutely 
come out of the mouths of probably most people in this church by now, wow. and we say it all the time. And the, and that one simple thing is Jesus changes everything. Absolutely, He changed no Absolutely. matter what it was. Yeah, Jesus changes everything. Yes, and I'm yes. that. When I, I say it, brother, brother Hall, when I'm riding down the road and I think about, man, you know, I get the bad report, and so the doctor calls and says, you know, we got bad news, and I, re, I have respond, I open my mouth and say, but Jesus changes everything. Amen. Yes, He does. I'm, I feel the Holy Ghost yes, right now, does. and that's I all right. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, we're not having church right now, but we are having <laughs> church, kind of. Oh my goodness, hey, we're the church. We we're are all, the church. We're together. It's always church. <laughs> uh, if you don't like this, then you know there's yeah. other channels you can subscribe to. But I'm telling you, if you yeah. want to feel the power of the Holy Ghost, I feel it right yeah. now. Jesus changes Jesus everything, changes brother. Everything. He does. Oh, I, I just want to live for Him. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to. I want to make it. And you know, when you when you're hungry for Him, in those times that you just don't know what to do. Mm. And you call out, Jesus, I need you. Yeah, I don't know what to do. All I know to do is turn to you. Mm. All that, that heavenly Father side of him comes out, yeah. and he reaches down and swoops you up, and he will guide you and direct you. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times that there's been some, Lord, I, I, I want to understand more. Uh, God uses me from time to time. You know, the spirit of prophecy will come up on. And and I'll prophesy, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, and that's happened many, 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 many times, and I thank the Lord for it. But before I wanted to know more about it, mm-hmm. next thing I know, every time I turned around, there was something about in the Bible about prophecy. There was a a message I would pull up. Uh, you know, there was all these words about prophecy mm-hmm. or about angels or about spiritual things or about prayer or, or whatever, and and and. So when Jesus changes your life, and the more you seek him, yeah. he doesn't just change your life. Okay, I saved you from sin. I go on. Mm. No, it's not like that. He 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 personally invests in your life, if you allow me to say yeah. it that way. He personally takes time for you. And, and, and whatever you're going through, whatever situation, no matter whether if you're seeking a spiritual thing, or maybe you're going through some situation in your life. Yeah. You can bring it, you know, God, he's, he's, the Bible said he's not such a high priest that's not touched by our infirmities, mm. you know, and, and he will change whatever situation you're going through. Amen. And, and sometimes, and this is a hard thing for us to accept. I know of a situation and the couple are there, they are going through it. They are going through some tough time, been going through for a couple of years now. Maybe he doesn't always change the situation and in an instant, mm-hmm. but he will change you and he will strengthen you yeah. and he will give you this, this peace. So sometimes we look for him to change everything as in turn it around. Well, it's storming. God, the storm is about to, I need you to, to split the clouds and, and let the sun shine. Mm-hmm. But he may not always do that, but he will change you. Amen. So he still, Jesus changes everything. He changes everything. You're right. And it, it, it's, 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 Man, that statement, and you know, and you're right. When I said that, it was the Holy Ghost. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how, because I think sometimes people think that when we preach that we know it all mm-hmm. or we know everything while we're preaching. I get so many revelations, and most of the messages that I have ever preached, it has ministered to me and brought me through a tough time before I ever preached it. Yeah. 
I, I always know. tell people when I when I go preach places, I'm going to the prison this evening to preach. Yeah. But I always tell people, or usually I tell people, bef- before you ever receive this word, I yeah. receive this word. And yeah. so uh, Jesus gave this to me to change me yeah. before I can be obedient to give it exactly. to you so he can change you. And so, right. yeah, it's not because I've got it all together. It's yeah. because he's putting me back together. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, man. I'm glad it's been a blessing to God be the glory. Yeah. I just, I just try to be a, a vessel. Well, well, we, we appreciate you and your, your relationship with God. We appreciate you coming and joining us on the disciples dialogue. Um, Thank you for we, this might be a, uh, the first, well, I know it's going to be the first two parts, uh, episode, <laughs> We're gonna have to do part two. We might have to do part three. I don't know. We'll just. I don't. Want, I want to take my time here yeah. because there's nothing more important right. than being ready when the Lord comes back. Right. Exactly. Nothing more important. Nothing. Nothing. And so, yeah. with that, um, I will say thank you, Brother Hall, for for your ministry. Thank you for coming and um, and doing this uh, for us and with us. And and we we're humbled uh, yeah. by what you bring to the table. We're thankful. God um, glory, to God be the glory. And uh, and so we can't wait for next time. Um, I will make a plug real quick, uh, as we end for a couple of things we've got going on. I, I will tell you the listeners that we have uh, several things in the works right now. I've, I'm working with uh, a pastor out of uh, the state of Texas, um, who, who is an author of a book and I can't wait to have him on and promote him. It's going to be in the month of July. Uh, we've got the website up. We are, we've got merch for sale. We've got, um, a Twitter account, um, working on Facebook account for the disciples dialogue. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and so, uh, we're trying to build God's kingdom, not my kingdom. I want to get the word out about, about the Lord and his goodness and his mercy. And so that lives can be changed. And so if you want to get on board with that, then we appreciate your support in any area that you can. Uh, but until next time, uh, and, and I'll, I'll probably just go ahead and, and, uh, we'll try to do maybe, uh, I'll drop this episode uh, when it's supposed to drop, and then maybe we can do uh, the following week rather than a, a two-week delay. So me and Brother Hall, we will work out the details, and we'll bring you back episode two, maybe three or four or five. Who knows how many? But uh, <laughs> praise God, and thank you all uh, for your time listening. Sorry the episode was so long, but to God be all the glory. God be the glory. Thank you, Brother Hall, for coming on again. Thank you again for having me, Brother Hall.